Welcome to the Haley Hennessy podcast, hosted by me, Haley Hennessy. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into topics that will empower you to discover new ways to make life juicier, more vibrant, and inspiring. Let's get started. The holiday season is here, and I want to share with you today my tips and suggestions for feeling vibrant, energetic, and present during the holiday season because we all love the holidays. We love when they're here and it's very exciting, but then reality sets in and we realize that often the holidays not only bring excitement and energy but they also bring sometimes extra weight gain, sometimes some anxiety and pressure, and even just an overall feeling of yuckiness. So today in these tips and tricks that I have collected, I'm going to be focusing partly on food, but I'm also going to be focusing on well-being as well. But we'll dive in with food first and then kind of transition into the lifestyle and well-being part of things. So before we officially kick off, I want to just talk a little bit about a story of little Haley. Because back in the day when I was a kid, I actually didn't really love the holidays. Obviously, I loved the specific celebrations. Like for me, it was Christmas and a Thanksgiving gathering. But the time leading up to it and the time after it, I never really felt my best. And most winters during that time when I was on break, I would get sick and I never understood why. And it was always so annoying, especially because most often we would break from school and then very quickly Christmas would be around the corner. And so for me and my family, we would pack up and go to my grandparents' house. And there were several times where I was sick during Christmas and I had to be sick, not in my own home, not in my own bedroom and not with my own like creature comforts around. And that really sucked. (laughs) And I didn't really realize that I had a choice, that I had a choice in making my holidays better and that I could control how good I felt just by being aware of what I was consuming, what I wasn't consuming. And how I was taking care of myself. And so I do remember a specific moment in my youth or in my early adulthood where I thought to myself, I don't have to feel crappy during the holidays. And so I made some changes. And honestly, it's been one of the best holiday decisions I've ever made. So this is why the topic that we're chatting about today is so relevant for me because every holiday season I have to say, okay, it's time to be intentional. It's time to focus. It's time to make decisions that are best for me and best for my well-being. So moving on, I want to highlight one of the main problems that the holiday season presents us and that is the heavy consumption of fat. So this might seem very basic and not that important, but really the big things can all trickle back down to the little things like why fat is the problem. So when we consume high amounts of fat in our diet, we are contributing to a lot of burden on our organs. We're also contributing to a buildup of fat in our bloodstream, which also means a buildup of fat in our heart, our brains, and our liver. And when these vital organs are burdened and having to work harder, we get to feel less energetic. We get to feel more and more sluggish. Something else to know about fat is that it takes a while for our bodies to process it and put it wherever it needs to go and then kind of come back to normal or back to homeostasis. And so if we have back-to-back-to-back events or if we 
buy the same fatty things and just keep them in our house throughout the entire season and consume them every day, then our body never has a chance to recalibrate and reset. It's just continually burdened throughout the entire season. Something else to know about fat is that when we consume too much fat, we have a higher blood sugar count. Now hear me out, I will tell you how this works. Because most often people point the blame at sugar itself as being the problem to having high blood sugar. But what happens when we consume fat is that imagine a keyhole and then imagine a keyhole with gum in it. So when we consume fat, our fat finds all of our cells in our bloodstream and elsewhere and it gums up that keyhole. It gums up that entrance into the cell. And so then when we consume sugar, the sugar cannot get into our cells. If we had absolutely no to little, very little fat in our bloodstream, then sugar can be readily absorbed and used right away. When we're consuming things, let's say like a cupcake or cookies or holiday candy, these things typically have fat and sugar combined. So we're already setting ourselves up for failure because when we consume that thing, that fat goes in, clogs our cells, and that sugar has nowhere to go. So it's just free floating in the bloodstream. And then if you were to check your blood sugar, you would notice that your blood sugar is quite high. So knowing this is the first step because if we can control and be aware of how much fat we're consuming and if we're consuming fat with sugar and instead if we can focus on maybe consuming sweeter things without the fat because when our blood sugar is high or when we've got this extra fat in our bodies that's what brings us that feeling of brain fog it also brings us that feeling of like feeling icky in our own body it can slow down digestion it can make you constipated or it can even do the opposite effect depending on you know what's going on with you it can cause some IBS and especially when we're combining things that really don't go well together like fat and sugar sugar when I say sugar I'm not just meaning just pure table sugar I'm also talking about fruit and jellies and grains juicy beverages and basically all the stuff that has that sweet taste to it so if we can understand this we can take charge and help ourselves have a chance to feel so much better and so much more present and so much more comfortable in our bodies than in years past. So I just wanted to lay that as a foundation of where I'm coming from today for some of these upcoming tips that I'm about to share because this is the angle and the lens that I'm looking at it through and so now you are as well and we can understand these tips more easily. So my first tip that I wanna share is switch the candy for fruit. So often in a holiday scenario, there are just bowls of candy sitting around. I don't know about you, but my grandma always had little candies. She had the little nougat, like Christmas tree nougats and the jelly orange wedges. And it's also popular to just give candy or to have it at an office or, you know, all of the candy brands that are out there today have a holiday version of their candy. And so those are being highly marketed to you right now. And so if we can switch just the basic candies that are sitting out and about for us to blindly eat with fruit, 
then we are already doing amazing things. So some fruit that you can consider to swap with your candy are mandarins, dates or date rolls, apples or pears, even dried fruit. Some of the dried fruit has sugar added to it, but honestly, that's going to be way better for you than holiday chocolates and things that are wrapped up in packaging and shelf stable because that fat's not there. There are a lot of dried fruit options that don't have that added sugar too if you're trying to avoid it. Uh, Some other good ideas might be fruit leathers or even dehydrated fruits that you make at home like apple chips or banana chips. So number one, switch your candy for fruit. Number two is to try new treats to share. I know it's super popular to have cookie bake nights or cookie decorating nights and then to either pass out the cookies among the people who are there baking and decorating or just compile them all up and spread them into different trays and then give them away. Another thing that I see is people just bringing a tray of cookies or treats to a gathering, whether that's a office party or actual holidays themselves or a gathering with friends in between. So instead of going for the same old, same old, (laughs) I like to challenge you to maybe switch it up a little bit and change some of the ingredients. So instead of starting brand new and finding a brand new recipe, you could simply change out some of the ingredients for more plant-based ingredients because even though the plant-based ingredients might not necessarily be super healthy, they are going to have the benefit of not having the animal products and the hormones, the extra fat, the cholesterol, and the negative effects on the planet. So it's super easy to swap out cow's milk for plant milk to swap cow's butter for plant-based butter and even eggs if you want to buy an egg replacer that's plant-based or use a flax egg instead in a lot of baking that does the trick and by doing this it's one for one very easy and automatically makes your treat so much healthier if you are ready for it you can completely change the recipe you can get online and do a little bit of research and find some recipes that are a healthier alternative that you can give a try and shake things up My third tip is to skip the booze, skip the alcohol, and go alcohol-free for the holiday season. Alcohol is quite the burden on our bodies. It is very dehydrating. It is really harsh on the brain, the blood, the liver. And we need all those things during the holiday season to stay healthy, to feel good, and to stay organized. So you might have a belief that you need alcohol to get through the season, but I just want to challenge you. If it sounds like something that could help you, I want to challenge you to give it a shot. Even if it's just for a couple of the main holiday events and not necessarily all of the holiday events, I want to encourage you to do that because not only is it just a basic poison to our bodies, but it also removes the opportunity to be present, to really listen to people, to really connect with people, and to be in your body, to notice how you're feeling. Alcohol can easily block our sensitivity to what we need. It can prevent us from hearing our body's calls, our needs that our bodies are telling us, whether that be sleep and rest, alone time, movement and time in nature, and so much more. And I know it gets quite highlighted in the marketing world online and on TV that this is the time to drink. Obviously like New Year's Eve, that's what everybody does. But if you're craving presence and connection this season, I highly recommend skipping the booze, giving it a try because if you find out that you like it, then you can use New Year's Eve as a great opportunity to make a resolution and to skip alcohol for all of next year. So tip number three is to skip the booze and alcohol. Number four is to make and or request swaps. 
So whether you make a holiday meal or contribute to the holiday meal or someone else makes it in your life, if we make the swaps that we were chatting about in tip number two, then not only are we improving the health of ourselves, but we're also improving the health of anyone who consumes this dish. And so if you make your own food for the holiday parties, then consider making some healthy swaps. We already mentioned milk, eggs, and butter, but maybe consider swapping out oil as well. Oil is 100% fat and has a harmful effect on us as well. And in many recipes that are out there, whether it's sauteing or baking, there are different and healthier options that are just as easy to use when it comes to swapping out oil. You can water saute. If you're baking, there's many alternatives like banana and apple when replacing oil. And I found that actually most recipes recipes that have like a quarter cup of oil or half cup of oil actually don't need it at all. And so just removing it is so beneficial. And if it adds moisture or something like that to a recipe, you can add broth, you can add water or even plant milk if it seems like it would be good. If you go to an event that's more of a potluck style dinner or meal, then I highly recommend requesting others make those swaps as well. Whether it's your friends or family, if they've got something planned out, just letting them know what you're trying to do and how you're trying to feel this holiday season, they'll probably also want to be on board with that. And it never hurts to ask someone to just help you out. People love to help. So if somebody can help you make the day a little bit easier by simply swapping butter for plant-based butter, for example, most people would be happy to do it. And if you want to go beyond specific ingredients, you could make or request bigger swaps. Like instead of a meaty, cheesy lasagna, you could request a veggie-heavy lasagna. Or if someone makes a big beef stew, maybe you could suggest a mushroom and potato stew. All of these little swaps will make such a big difference in how you feel, how your body functions, and your immunity overall. And we all need better immunity during the holiday season, am I right? So number four, make and or request swaps. Number five is to send recipes to your friends and family. This one is kind of building off of number four, but if you've told people that you're working on doing a better job at being healthier and feeling better and vibrant this holiday season and they understand and are mostly on board, then it might be fun to send some recipes. If you're doing your research and you find really good recipes, but maybe you feel overwhelmed in the amount of recipes you want to try, consider sending them to friends and family and people around you. Especially if you know someone likes to cook, they probably would be excited to have that little challenge of trying something new. So if you are putting intention behind feeling better this season and sharing that with others, allow others to participate as well and give them ideas and encouragement and suggestions. So send those recipes. This can also be helpful instead of just hoping that there might be some healthy options at a party. You can make sure there are a couple if you have a friend that's on board that can also bring a recipe to share and contribute that will make you feel good. So tip number five, send recipes to friends and family. Tip number six is to make an all-encompassing dish. So maybe you don't feel like you have allies and your friends and family when it comes to having a healthier, more vibrant holiday season, and it all falls on you. If you've ever tried to make a whole holiday meal all by yourself, you know how stressful it can be. And especially if you're changing it up this year, it can feel even more overwhelming. And so I highly recommend making an all-encompassing dish that can feed you at the event that you're going to as well as 
satisfy you. So some examples and what I mean by that are shepherd's pie, a casserole, or maybe stuffed squash, a soup, etc. These examples are kind of a main dish and side dishes all wrapped up in one. So instead of feeling like you have to make a potato dish and a main protein dish and a vegetable dish, if you put it all in one dish and that's all you have to bring and you know it's going to be filling and yummy and satisfying, then that just takes so much off your shoulders and makes the day a little bit easier. And especially if you make it larger and are able to share it with others, you might just see that so many people love your dish and hope that you make it again at a future gathering. These types of dishes are also really great for leftovers and for freezing ahead of time and baking the morning of. So not only will you have to make one thing, but you can easily make it ahead of time and help yourself have a little bit more time in the morning before heading to your holiday event. So number six is to make an all-encompassing dish. My seventh tip is to call the host. So if you aren't the one who's hosting the party or the event, then go ahead and call the host ahead of time or hostess and ask them what is on the menu, what's going to be served, what's everyone bringing, what are they making, and just get clear on what's going to be available. If you do this, then you can go back to some of our other tips and suggest recipes or suggest swaps for the people that are bringing different dishes. This also will show you maybe what holes are in the menu and how you can fill in those gaps. Crystal clear communication is key when you have a large gathering where everybody's eating and you're hoping that healthy options will be present. By requesting those options and making sure they're there, you can't go wrong. And I think you'll mostly find that the host or the hostess will be so grateful that you did this because it helps them know how to best prepare for their guests to come. I don't know about you, but I have plenty of people in my life that love to serve, love to provide, love to help their guests just feel comfortable and thought about. So muster up that courage and call the host. So the last several tips that I'm about to share are kind of veering away from food and are heading more towards the lifestyle side of things because we are physical beings, but we're also mental and emotional beings and we need to take care of ourselves and our hearts and our souls as well as our bodies. It can be really easy to sacrifice your mental and emotional needs during the holiday season and hopefully these tips can inspire you to not do that. (laughs) So tip number eight is to limit your time. So when you do tip number seven and you call the host, you can also find out how long this party is supposed to last and find out when people are arriving, when they would ideally like them to leave the house and call it a night. With this information, you can decide how much of this event is going to be good for you to attend. Maybe if it's an event that you'd like to not be at for 100% of the time, you then can strategically decide if you want to come a little bit later or leave a little bit earlier so you can best suit your own needs. I know that in these instances, you may feel guilt come up, but just know that you are important and your needs matter. There's plenty of us out there who have family members that are energy vampires. And so if we aren't protecting our energy or aren't ready for what they have to say to us, being around certain people in our lives can feel so draining. And so to extend ourselves and stay way later than we want to can really take a toll on our mental well-being, which can then 
take a toll on our immunity and our physical well-being also. So it is okay to limit your time at these events. No matter if you really want to be there or if you really don't want to be there, just consider how long is best for you. And if it makes you feel nervous to tell people, okay, I'm leaving, consider practicing in the mirror, saying what you would want to say to a person when you're leaving. Maybe that's, I've really enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm just really needing to go to bed. I'm feeling really drained. Or maybe that's just talking about how you want to feel this holiday season. Something like, I've had so much fun. I'm just really trying to take get better care of myself this season in order to stay healthy and to not get sick. And so I definitely need to leave now in order to get some much needed rest and to feel good for the rest of the week. Whatever you decide, just remember that when you turn that mirror back on yourself and you place the blame, that's not the right word, but you know what I'm saying? If you place the blame on your needs and the things that have to happen in order for you to feel good, then people can't argue with that. Number nine is to create new traditions. A few years ago, I had my very first all vegan and plant-based Thanksgiving. And it was such an amazing experience because as someone who is vegan and plant-based, it's it's been so hard in the past to attend these big events and have to make all of my own food and to make sure it was all done before I needed to start driving to get to the place and that I had enough for the amount of time that I was going to be there. And then, you know, spend the energy explaining to people why I'm only eating these couple few dishes. And so when I got the chance to have a completely vegan Thanksgiving. It was such a relief. It was so nice to have other people who could also contribute with me and that understood how I felt and that felt good after our meal and were ready to play games and have a good time. Now that's obviously a pretty big tradition to kind of take out what you normally do for a holiday and swap it with something completely different. But I do remember that at one point in my past, I wanted to not just eat a meal for Christmas or Thanksgiving and then everybody just veg out in front of the TV afterwards. And so I invited people to go on a walk with me. And so that was a little tradition that I started and really enjoyed. So think about the traditions that you have and the traditions that may not serve you in being your most vibrant self over the holiday season. What can you do to change it a little bit, to switch it up and make it better and more life-giving? If you do this, make sure to let other people know about your idea if they are involved in making this tradition happen. Just see what happens. Maybe they want to contribute something as well. Because traditions are nice, but they get old. I remember really struggling with the idea that every single holiday event really blended in with the ones in the past and will blend in with the ones in the future. I wanted to make the holidays more memorable and more different. So new traditions will probably be welcomed. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to drop the old or even change the old for that matter. You can create something brand new and add it in this year. I'd love to hear about your traditions and the traditions that you'd like to bring in. And so if you've got some ideas, hop on over to Instagram and share them with me in the DMs. So tip number 10 can be a derivative of tip number nine. So tip number 10 is to bring a game, whether that's a board game or a game that you've learned with some friends in the past, bring it along and let your family members and your friends or whoever you're gathering with learn how to play this new game. I know there are many people out there who aren't game people, but the holidays are a little bit different and people are willing to extend themselves a little bit more to make the day more memorable. 
some fun games that have been included in some of my more recent holiday experiences have been the game Fishbowl and Telectionary. My mom made up a really fun game to pass around presents. And I'm sure there are others that are kind of popping up in your mind that you would enjoy playing with some of your friends and family. You can also just grab a game off of your game shelf, whether that's a board game or a card game. This may even be a good excuse to get online and to read some reviews about different games and find one that you'd like to play and then ask for it for Christmas. But get creative and consider bringing a game to your holiday event. Number 11 is to add in movement. So I kind of mentioned about going on a walk after a holiday meal a few years back with my family and I highly recommend just getting outside. We hole up inside on these holiday days and we're out of the sun, we're eating a ton of food, and we really need to get out into nature a little bit. Even if that's just going on a walk, but it can be even more exciting if you drive somewhere, go on a hike in a park nearby, or even just play a game outside, whether it's yard games or tag or something with the kids. Adding in movement will help your digestion. It'll help you feel better. It'll help pump your blood and just feeling really good. Especially if you've eaten these whole food plant-based meals, you'll be feeling so much better than you have in the past and you'll want to spend that energy and you'll want to be doing something that's fun. So why not head outside and add in some movement. My last tip to share with you is for you to do you. When it comes to the holiday season, obviously it's about gathering and coming together, but in the end, you are the only person that can take care of yourself. You're the only person that understands your needs and when you need them met. So you have to advocate for yourself. Can you imagine if we all were our own advocates and advocated for the things that we needed? Everything would be so much better. So don't let guilt keep you at a place for too long or to participate participate in something that doesn't serve you anymore. Remember that you are precious, you are special, and you are sovereign, and your needs truly matter. And at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with, I don't know what the politically correct term is, but Irish goodbying, you know, just slipping out the back door, removing yourself from something that doesn't serve you and that doesn't feel good. And the same can be said for your family as well, your immediate family. You've got to show up for them. You've got to show up for you. And at the end of the day, the people in your household are going to be there the next day. So you need to take care of yourself so you can best take care of them in the days following. So these are my tips for a vibrant, energetic, and present holiday season. I use them all and I love them and I really really love how different and how improved my holiday seasons have been in the last few years. It's so nice to not feel so so stuffed to the gills that you just feel sick and you don't want to move. It's amazing connecting and playing games with friends and using your brain and problem solving together. It's so much fun to go outside and to know that if you run around you're not going to feel crappy and you're not going to be out of breath because the food's you ate are too heavy or too cumbersome for your body to truly process. It's definitely a charged season and can definitely bring some anxiety or worry. Um, If you haven't heard the quote from Ram Dass, there's an amazing quote. He says, if you think you're enlightened, spend a week with your family. And it's so true. Your family can truly bring up the things in you that you think that you've overcome and trigger you in different ways. If we're feeling good and healthy and vibrant, we can face these things head on and alchemize them and truly process them rather than shoving them down, numbing them with food and alcohol and completely zoning out and not being present to your life during the holiday season. 
So consider adding in one or more of these tips. Maybe you could piece a few of them together or even just partially using a couple of them. Anything that you can do to use some of these tips in your life will prove to be such an amazing enhancement to your holiday season. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, subscribe to this channel on whatever platform you are listening to this on because that helps spread the word to other people and other listeners that might enjoy this channel. If you haven't already, leave a five-star review and let me know what you love about the Haley Hennessy podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today and please share this with anyone who you think could benefit from these 12 tips this season. I'll see you on the next one.